0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Gavin Sequera. Gavin, you're found on the web at breakfreefromcorporate.com. Your book, break free from corporate be your own boss I am excited about this because listen I, I know there are a lot of people um I remember being that person you know they're they're in a job they're like mm, mm, ah, man I, I I don't feel like this is the be-all end-all for me and particularly now over the past year and a half couple years um you know when we look at the trends, um it, there are a lot of people that are like listen if they're not satisfied in their work they're gone they, they, there's people are it's really interesting and 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 uh, first off gavin thank you so much for joining us
1: hey listen uh, my pleasure thank you very much josh for having me on the program it's a, it's a pleasure to be here
0: yeah and you're uh by the way we're, we're you're chatting from uh south australia is that right that's exactly right. I, I come from the other end of the, the planet, but uh,
1: you know what? It's it's blue skies uh, it, over here. It's winter time, so it, everything's reversed. But uh, it's a beautiful place. I'm I'm happy to be here, and uh, it's great that we can do this.
0: I love it. I love it. So, Gavin, um, look, why don't we start off by talking about like what's going on? Why does your book resonate um, with uh, you know culture right now?
1: Yeah, look, you you actually said it really well earlier. Um, uh, You know, there's a lot of people right now, Josh, that are in their jobs right now uh, that are unhappy. They're they're stuck. They're kind of, you know, doing doing the daily grind and kind of like in that rat race where they want to get out, but they can't. They feel trapped. They're they're stuck and um, they're unhappy. And I guess at the end of the day, they don't know what else they could be doing or even if they could figure out a way to do it, they don't know. With the right timing. They don't have the right support. They just, they, it's a really tricky situation. And given the climate we're in right now, people are, are very risk averse, they, they, you know? And so, yeah, this is a time when a lot of people are asking that question, like, what else could I be doing? You know, what else uh, should I be doing? Should I be doing more than one thing? Should I have a side gig? Should I, you know, I mean, this is a perfect conversation to be having right now.
0: Well, and, you know, in your background, Gavin, I, you were doing good. I mean, like you were making really good money. You're doing yeah. quarter mill in, in business. So, I mean, I think a lot of people might look at that and go, Gavin, you're living the dream. What's wrong yeah. with you? Why would you walk away from that? <laughs> you know what, Josh, you're not the only
1: one. Um, I had, I had family members. I had, I had friends. I had people that were like, Gavin, you, you. What is wrong with you? <laughs> now, I, you know, I didn't. I didn't walk away from it. So, what? Let me, let me fill you in a little bit. I was um, I was twelve years into my career, uh, and I was you know in senior management positions. Companies like IBM, Oracle, you know, big multinational companies, and um, and I loved it. I, I really loved what I was doing. To a point, I got to a point about the ninth or tenth year in my my sort of career, and I started questioning questioning everything. Josh, I, I wasn't happier anymore. I I didn't like the political landscape. Um, it, it had become this beast, and I suddenly I didn't fit in the, the cage anymore. And I'm like, I I can't do this anymore. I can't pretend to be someone I'm not. You know, it was inauthentic. I needed to find my own space. I needed to kind of you know go out there and, and be my own person and. But I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what it looked like. I didn't know how to start. I didn't know who to talk to. Uh, it was a really tricky situation. But um, I f- that's where I found myself about 14 years ago. And then the global financial crisis hit, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of restructuring going on. I had started a part time business on the side. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I, I started something. And, and, um, and then I was told, hey, your job, along with another 450 people in the company, uh, won't be there like tomorrow. Uh, you can either stay on in another division, we'll pay you half the rate that you're on, which is still pretty decent, or you can take a check and you can go. And you know what? I took the check and I, I left and I said, this is a sign from the universe that maybe I need to try try and find my own path. And, and I haven't looked back um, and I'm very grateful that I was given that opportunity. So that's how I kind of made that exit.
0: Yeah. Um, well, break that down a little bit more um, because, uh, and you, of course, naturally, this is the whole context of the book is that um, you don't, I mean, if you can, uh, my recommendation, because when I left my corporate job, I did not have a good plan. And I was just, I was naive. I just thought, oh, we'll just everything will just work out. And boy, was yeah. I stupid, <laughs> but yeah. I, I just really... I I had a, I had one of those um, moments of clarity, you know, Mm. where, um, you know, I'm like, I, I, I'm in the wrong place. And and, um, so I, I kind of made a a hasty retreat and I really wish that I would have, you know, I I would have planned better. So let's talk about planning better.
1: Very good point. So one of the biggest things, and you you know, you're talking about this book right here. So I actually had a copy handy. So, one of the biggest things I I, I say in this thing is is without risking your income, right? So how do you do something without jeopardizing all that you worked so hard for? I'm the last person to tell someone to quit your job Um, Mm. because if you've got something that's putting food on the table right now, it's paying the rent, right? Stay with it, But, but use your skills, use your talent, use your gifts to maybe try something on the side. We all have time that we can find. If we can find that an extra five hours a week You know, an hour a day, five hours a week, or something like that. You can you can try something on the side. Give it, you know, give it some energy, give it some love, give it some some direction. And and if this thing can take off, you you might develop a second income. Now Mm -hmm. from there, you can start to scale and grow this thing, and maybe over time you can transition across to it, and that can enable you to quit that corporate job once and for all. But you do it in a, in a, in a manner that makes sense for you. So you, like you said earlier, you know, you don't just quit that job and put yourself in a worse position. That's the last thing you want to
0: do. Yeah. Um, what about the sensitivity that, that folks may have where, um, they're like, listen, I, if people at my work find out that I'm doing this thing on the side, um, yeah. uh, you know, it, uh, could be, gotcha. could be a mess.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if we were talking Look, today is very different to what it used to be, say, five or 10 years ago. You know, but when I go back to the days when I had to start, you know, when I started my very first business on the side, you really had to keep it down. You couldn't talk to colleagues about it. You couldn't talk to any, you know, it was like no one could know about this, right? It, it was the world's best kept secret. Today, I think given the fact that a lot of people work from home part-time, there's a lot of leeway, there's a lot of flexibility. Um, it's not that uncommon to have a second or third income. You know, I know my mom, when she brought me and my sisters up, had three jobs. You know, she I don't know how she did it, but she did it, right? This is what moms do. Like, they, they work really hard. They support the family and, and dads mm. as well. But it's not uncommon to have a second income. And you, so if it's something that's going to put your primary job at risk, then you've got to think carefully about it. How do you go about it so that it doesn't affect that? But if it's got nothing to do with it and you can kind of draw a hard line and separate it, hey, there's nothing stopping you from doing something else. I mean, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. You know, we're, 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 um, uh, we're human beings. We like, we like exploring. We like doing different things, you know, and try your luck out at something else. You know, we we have skills, try it out. You, you never know. You might find that you're really, really good at something that was a hobby. And now you turn it into a business on the side that perhaps with a little bit of effort and time, you can grow into something, you know, really uh, amazing. So um, I think you've got to balance it out, uh, Greg, uh, uh, Josh, sorry to mm-hmm. um, you know, to uh, to answer your question. I think it really depends on your
0: situation. What happens, let's say worst case scenario, uh, and let's say your supervisor, your boss, you know, invites you in and says, listen, I'm kind of concerned that you're doing this stuff and, I, and I'm afraid that it's impacting your, um, you know, I, I'm afraid that it's impacting your work here. What are some things that we could, how can we, explain that or maybe we might want to let someone know in advance uh, help me with that disclo- that whole disclosure side
1: yeah so yeah I think sometimes again this comes down to what do you want you know if, if, if this is a burning desire of yours to do something and you, you really you've reached that point where you've got to. I think having that own honest open conversation with people you know your boss or someone in your work that is a trusted uh, person you could talk to, maybe sound it out, you know, with with someone before you go to someone quite senior and put your job at risk. Uh, But I I really think if you can be upfront about things and maybe you say to them, look, I kind of have a lot, you know, a bit of spare time on on the weekends and, you know, I I have this idea to kind of do this with, uh, you know, something I've been thinking about. What do you think? Do you think, you know, would it be okay? And if they said, look, as long as it doesn't jeopardize your work and you still turn up and you still get everything done and you're meeting, you know, quota and you're meeting your expectations, no problem at all. The minute it starts to affect your productivity, then we need to talk. Set the ground rules, right? And I think if you can have that conversation rather than it coming back to bite you down the track and you weren't honest and open about it, I think that's one way to handle it. If it's a clear conflict of interest, then I think you've got to think long and hard about that side business because, you know, I have people who work in insurance and they're setting up an insurance business on the side or someone who's, yeah. you, know, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've know got all these non-compete clauses and the last thing you want to do, Josh, is, is make your life complicated. You know, yeah. so there's lots of ways you can make money on the side. Find yeah. a way that to work with your current situation till you get to a point where you can do things that you want to do down the track. I think you just have yeah, to but-
0: stay- Yeah. Here's another thing too. Um, And I've, uh, in terms of sometimes people are like, well, what should I do? Like, I'm not sure, like I have a few ideas and sometimes people will say something like, well, I want to make quilts and sell them on Etsy, or I want to start a food truck. And I've never done anything around that versus, well, listen, I actually, I don't necessarily like working in a corporate environment, but I'm, probably in, you know, the 0.01% of the population that understands, like, let's say they're an engineer or something like that. Right. And so as an engineer, guess what? There is a lot of opportunity to work as a consultant. And even if you don't want to work as a consultant, maybe there's ways that you, here's what I generally advise. I'm like, if you can, and if you might, might be able to develop this, this in a way that you would love it, Please leverage all of this amazing authority. If you start over from square one and you're competing in an area that the, the barrier to entry is zero, I, I, I'm just going to tell you from my experience, that can what? be really tough. That that is a really tough space to play in, as opposed to something that you can kind of waltz in. And you're like, yeah, I already have all of these relationships. I already have this all this experience. I already know all these people. I know this industry inside and out. Um, talk about that for a second. No, talk about that for a few minutes, please, because I, I can't tell you how many times I'm I'm like, ooh, can I convince you? Can I convince you not to start a food truck? <laughs> You know, I don't I, want I br- to smash anyone's dreams. If no, that's no. your
1: dream, okay. You know, what you know what you're doing. Um, Josh, you're actually saving someone a lot of pain right now because I've seen people, smart people, people who are senior in the in the organization, who've got years and years of experience, management experience, they've managed teams, and they think they can just waltz into a business like opening up a restaurant or a cafe or or yeah. a service or something, and they think, you know what, that's easy. Like, you know, no it's not if you've never done something at all ever the learning curve is enormous because right now if you're listening to this you might be in a corporate job you might be a very senior person quite a you know established figurehead in your in an your, authority in your space but it took you a while to get there right it didn't happen overnight now if you want to suddenly get off that horse and you start you start a whole new business something you've never done before guess what you've got to climb that ladder from the very first step to get there and there's a lot of steps, and you know what? If you try and skip some steps, you're going to fall down, and you're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And I always say to people, just like you just said, Josh, leverage your skills, your background, your experience, the area you're already in. If you can, that's the best place to start. I always go after the low-hanging fruit, yeah. you know. And, and, and here's the other thing: rather than doing, you know, I don't teach people how to sell shoes on Amazon. Why? Because I don't know how to sell shoes on <laughs> Amazon. It's not my thing, right? One, I, I I don't particularly like to sell shoes, and I'm, I don't use Amazon all that much to sell stuff. So, but if it was your thing, fantastic. But what I do like is I love I love creating things. I love I love putting a project together and seeing it come to, to fruition. I teach people how to do that for themselves because I enjoy doing it. Now, if you're really good at, let's say sales or marketing or or you're really good at uh, you know a particular service and in the industry that you're in you notice some gaps you notice some things that are missing you notice where you know your company does a lot of things right but there's always there's something missing and you have the skills to go and close that gap or you you know where the pain points are in the industry for some of your clients for some of your customers and no one's really addressing it if you can create a service or create a product or something that addresses that you have an, a unique opportunity to, to do something and you're already an established, credible figure in that industry. You know, I always say it's easier to go down a path like that where you're solving a problem that you already get, you already understand, you are the expert really in that industry. And it's so much easier to go there because you're going from here to here rather than going from here to here. Does that make yeah,
0: sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, Gavin, so tell us about how you actually work with people. And and uh, so someone's listening to us right now, they're working corporate, like, cool. Gavin, show me the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I well, we, we have a conversation like this to start off with, you know, because I, I really need to understand, let's say I was talking to you, Josh, for the very first time, you know, and I, and I said, tell me, Josh, where is it you see, like, where would you like to be? Because you, you're, you're successful at what you're doing, but you're not enjoying it, are you? Or, or what's going on? Tell me about it. So you would tell me all the things that are not working for you, what you would like to achieve, where you want to get to. Then we need to plan a roadmap to get there, right? So this is not about me saying, I think you should open up a cafe, Josh. What, what do you think? That, that's not how it works. We we need to establish where you want to get to and what are all the different ways you can get there. and then look at the skills that you have look at the so we we do a deep dive um you know we actually run a strategy call on this and we we look at what skills you have what experience you have what have you done in the past what what learnings you know we, we look at all of that there's some exercises that, that we we work on to establish you know what would be the easiest thing that you could get off the ground like in the next three to six months if you were to put some time towards it you know and Number one, can you put some time towards it? Can you can you put the effort and the dedication towards it and all of that? So, um, we have a strategy and we have a process on how to take people through it. And uh, that there's a there's an ebook that I actually put together that has all of these mapped out. If anyone is interested, I'm happy to give it to your guests for free. Um, you know, they can download it at the end of it, and it's called the Eight bulletproof ways to escape your nine to five without risking your income. And the key words in that is without risking your income because nobody wants to put you in a worse position than you are now. If you're not happy, that's fine. You might have to kind of stick it out for a little while, but let's help you plan something on the side that can help you transition out You know, over the next few months, maybe the next 18 months, two years. Um, and so we work out a plan, Josh, uh, and then hopefully that plan makes sense you know then we can uh, we can talk about how we implement that plan
0: Mm. all right so um now you also have like uh so this is the book break free from corporate. that's a great way <laughs> you know get that book uh and start kind of mapping this out in your head too um and and that's available on amazon and uh you can also you have bonuses that you can grab along with it too so it's break free book um you've got a link directly to amazon.com.au it came up for me <laughs> oh you've got a Kindle edition for four bucks oh come yeah. on please. Get the book. (laughs) You know, Gavin, I'm excited. Oh, there it is right there. So uh, I'm excited about this because, again, I I hear a lot of uh, gurus that talk about how easy it's going to be to make a full-time income and make hundreds of thousands of dollars. Can I just tell you, man, take all of that with a gigantic grain of salt. Understand what they are selling. um, And um, (laughs) I'm... Work on strategy, uh, spend spend more time working on strategy and just know that uh, there is absolutely market for gurus to sell get rich quick schemes. And there always has been, um, be very careful of that. Um, and And I like Gavin, like what we were talking about is look, you probably don't need to recreate a whole lot Um, I know many people that have left corporate, gone straight into consulting, um, and they're doing just fine. They leverage their networks to say, hey, listen, you know, I was working with XYZ Corporation, you know, um, you know, where they can, you know, under, you know, non-compete and so forth. And um, but, you know, of course, as they share about that on LinkedIn and other places, you know, talking about the work they're doing, telling stories about their journey, about the impact that they're creating. I'm going to tell you, I think that's a great business plan. I really, you know, you're going to have to do some things, make sure you got money stocked away, you know, because whatever you think I've had, we only have a few minutes left, but uh, you know, to kind of this last thing here, however long you think it's going to take, it's probably going to take twice as long. I, I, you know, unless they've already worked with you and kind of mapped out everything, um, and and you should plan from a budget perspective accordingly. Any thoughts on that? On just like the being able to pay your bills and that sort of thing.
1: Very very good point. Yeah, you got to get if so when you when you want to start your own business, you got to learn to retrain your mind. You got to reprogram yourself. So ev- everything that you were taught to get to this point in your corporate career will change, you know, so your spending habits, your saving habits, your investing habits, your um your, like where you the things that you read, the things you watch, the people you hang around with, the, the networks you build, all of this is going to need to change and adapt. So it took me a long time to figure this stuff out, Josh, but I'll tell you, if the quicker you can get onto things like this and and get these sort of tips from experts like yourself and yeah. you know the right books and talk to the right people, you're gonna save a lot of time that it's going to take to get to, you know, the place where you want to get to. So I uh, 100% agree with you. It, it's a change of lifestyle. It's a change of habits. It's a change of mindset. Uh, but more importantly, you've got to have this big purpose and why and, and drive. So, you know, when you're in corporate, you've got a boss who's telling you what to do and you've got a team that supports you. When you're in your own business, you are your boss. You are your team. Y- you've got to be really dedicated to what, what it is you want to achieve because it's yeah. so easy. And you you need to build a community around you that's going to support you.
0: Yeah, you know, Gavin, um, so certainly you know, anyone who's listening to our conversation, please go to uh, Gavin's website, grab the book, join the webinar. Um, when you get to the point where you're like, how am I going to fill up my sales schedule so I can have sales conversations to get the clients that I want? Um, I, I do a free course as well um, that I think dovetails nicely with this, Gavin. I hope you don't mind me. It's your interview. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about, because one major concern I know is going to be like, how am I going to get the sales? How am I going to get these deals put together. I can tell you right now, if you leverage authority, generosity, and platform, you can have unlimited sales conversations um, and, uh, if you go to upmyinfluence.com slash free, um, you could join our free sprint course, uh, and, and I'll teach you exactly the whole system on how to do that. And, you know, you don't have to pay. Well, I think you have to pay me a dollar to keep up the bots or something like that, but I think it's mostly free. So, and, uh, I donate the dollar anyway. So, um, so Gavin, this is awesome. Thank you so much. Again, your website, breakfreefromcorporate.com, get the book, Break free from corporate. Gavin Sequeira, thank you so much for joining us.